right. Well, get ready for an amazing word from our district supervisor in the Pacific District, Foursquare, which is our denomination, Pastor Sheldon Loxina. So pa Pastor Sheldon, he now is the lead pastor of New Hope uh, Hilo, New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hilo, uh, with the church which actually Pastor Wayne started in Hilo uh, over 20 years ago. Him and his wife Heidi have two sons and he's too young, but he already has three grandkids. And he's a Filipino brother from another mother. I love him dearly and he has an amazing word for us. So uh, prepare your hearts and pull out your Bibles and let's take a look. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to New Hope Community Church. We get to celebrate six years together. And so congratulations on your six-year anniversary. We want to say thank you to Pastor John as well as his wife, Pastor Renee. We want to say congratulations to Pastor Renee on receiving her Foursquare credentials, her licensing. Uh, so that, that takes a lot of work. So we want to say congratulations to you too. So proud of you as a church and as pastors, you have wonderful pastors, uh, great people, and I'm so thankful and honored to be here today to serve alongside of all of you, especially the wonderful volunteers that make this possible. And sometimes we will view online or gather in person and think all of this just happens. Well, it's a result of people putting their hearts to the plow so that Jesus would be glorified. And today, even though we're celebrating six years, uh, you are part of a denomination that spans more than six years. In fact, next year, our denomination, Foursquare, celebrates 100 years. So we turn one century as a denomination next year. And if you want to learn more about our denomination, you can go to foursquare.org and you can re uh, review the history and, and all that's taking place. Uh, our president, Randy Remington, uh, has his vision and the vision that God has given to all of us as a denomination is to have more and growing leaders together on mission which is how our denomination began it started with evangelism and mission which is what we continue to do today in fact as we celebrate this six-year anniversary and as we look back on the great things that God has done in these past six years that's just the beginning of what he's going to continue to do through every single one of you and through all of us, today as we talk about a change in perspective, because everybody has a perspective, but if our perspective continues to stay the same in an ever-changing world, then we at best, as believers, become irrelevant to a world that is in need of the good news of Jesus Christ. Now we know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he never changes. But we do, so we need to change according to his standard, not the other way around. And it almost seems like in our world today, we're telling everybody, or the world is telling everyone, that you need to change according to what we want you to change into, rather than us as believers saying, wait a minute, there is an unchanging God who because of his faithfulness, we can have a steady life in him while we go through the necessary changes in our lives. So today I'm gonna to pose four questions to us that'll help us in this coming year, 2022. It's gonna help us to get a perspective that comes from God, but what it will also do is help us to 
as we set, because I know many of us, we have goals, we have, you know, we have uh, thoughts and desires and aspirations. We even plan. We have all, these, all of these things, but what's going to help us achieve those things? And how do we become the person that God wants us to be? Now, I am the uh, district supervisor for the Pacific District here uh, in the islands, but also the whole Pacific area. And what that means is we actually have six districts uh, as a four-square denomination here in the United States. And so we get to be a part of the Pacific District. And what that tells us is God wants to do something great here in the Pacific. And you get to be a part of that. And because we get to be a part of the bigger picture of what God is doing, then the question is, what part do we play? And where do we go from here? And although I still pastor in Hilo, uh, New Hope in Hilo, the heart is together with you. Like how can we do not just ministry and life together, but how do we, how do, we do kingdom work together? And what does that look like? Because if we go into this year just thinking we're by ourselves and it's just us, then we miss out on the greater picture of what God is going to do throughout his community of people. So know that you're a part of a larger family. Know that you're a part of a, a bigger group of people who are cheering, cheering you on and coming alongside of you. And that's part of the perspective we want to have as we head into this year. You know, it is often said that if you keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results, that is called insanity. And sometimes we do that. In fact, we, we're, we're learning about this, uh, this virus, right? You know, mask, no mask, two masks, three masks, ten masks, just full on, you know, Iron Man mask just to be safe. And we gear up, we, we you know, clean everything, and then someone, someone comes in the house who coughs, we're like, we gotta sanitize everything. So we're, we're, we're constantly learning about what this thing is, but have we gotten any further than we were two years ago? Because it can almost seem irritating at this point when certain things happen, like another mandate, or we're back to you know six feet apart, 10 people in your home, and no large gatherings, and, and so are we doing the same things over and over, expecting different results? Because if that's the case, then we are at best, as a state, insane. So aside from the things that are happening on an everyday basis, how about we be the people of God who is in tune with what he's doing and what he's asking of us? Because if he's going to do something in us, if he's going to change our perspective, then there needs to be something that sustains us. And hopefully today we will recognize that it is God. I've been married to, in fact, Heidi and I, uh, Heidi's my wife. This year we make 30 years being married in March. And being 30 years married, it can almost seem like for those of you who are just, you know, recently married or you're, you're going to get married or maybe you've been married for 10 years, you may look at 30 years and be like, wow, that's so long. Like, how, did, how is that even possible? And, and, you know, like, what's the secret to staying married and, and all of those things? I don't, I don't think there is one thing that you can pinpoint that would say, this is what will make your marriage thrive. I do know this, though. Like, washing dishes, doing the yard, taking the trash, 
cleaning up after yourself, all the things that are not in the wedding vows is what makes the marriage strong. It sounds so good. Till death do us part, for richer, for poor. Sickness and in health. And we get that. We have, yeah, that happens. But have you been around someone who has been so sick? And, 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 and you know, one person is very sick. The other person has no empathy. The person who's very sick and the person who has no empathy, I mean, that's when the marriage is going to show. It's when they, like, ring that bell one more time, and then that's it. Like, it, can, it gets pretty brutal. Or if you're waiting in the car and, and you know, you're waiting for your spouse and you're, you're just like waiting and waiting and, and you're so tempted not to beep the horn. But, but you have to. You got to go. And it's been, what, 30 seconds? And you're dying. You're like, come on, we got to go. Those are the moments that test you. You see, when you jump into marriage or any type of relationship, there's a perspective that you're going to have. And along the way, you learn that that perspective is so different than what the perspective or what perspective you should have. And the perspective that we need to have to thrive in a marriage. And so it's no different as a believer, the perspective that we have when we first come into this relationship with Jesus is there's a perspective that many people will have, but along the way, along the journey, along this, this relationship that we have with Jesus, we constantly learn what our life is gonna be and what kind of perspective we should have. So at the beginning of this year, in fact, in the ending of last year and coming into this year, I, I got COVID. And so while I had COVID, I was out for there were two solid days, you know, fever, uh, headache, what else, uh, body aches and things like that. So for those two solid days, my wife Heidi, she was doing double work, not just her responsibilities, but my responsibilities too. So, and I hear her, she's just like clockwork doing things. And, and I'm like, man, that's a lot of work. And it's constant. She's just constantly going all day. And so the, the, at the second day, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, wow, she's going she's gonna to really appreciate all that I do because this is going on in my head. <laughs> like, wow, she's doing that? That's what I usually do. She's going to appreciate all that I do. Wow, that's, and I hear her doing something else. I'm like, oh boy, she's going to do that? Wow, she's really going to appreciate all that I do. So I'm feeling real good about myself. I'm feeling like she's going to come into the room. Well, I'm in isolation. Or maybe she's going to text me or, or later on tell me, like, I'm so thankful for all that you do because you do so much. I had to do both responsibilities. And I'm thinking, man, that's, such, that's my perspective. So I let that go, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm not going to ruin my reward in heaven, so I'm not, gonna even, I'm not even going to attempt to talk to her about it. I'm going to let her come to me and let her come to me and say, oh, man, you, you did so much. This, you're, man, amazing what you do. So I just let that go. So I get better. So I'm thinking, hey, I got to jump in because poor thing, she's been going day in and day out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a lot of her responsibilities. <laughs> so this is, I'm folding clothes. Now I'll fold clothes once in a while, but... I'm folding clothes. Uh, this, this one was the, folding clothes wasn't that difficult. It's not that difficult. It just takes a while. The most difficult one was making the bed. Not making the bed. 
like making the bed, like nothing on it, bringing the, 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 the fitted sheet, then another sheet, and then a, a, another blanket. Like Heidi does layers. She's Portuguese. So layers and pillows, like 80 million pillows. Not 80 million, maybe like 50. Not even 50, maybe like 10. Not even 10, maybe like seven. So we have all of these pillows, and, and so I'm, I'm trying to put these together. And then the pillowcases, there's a pillowcase. You fold it. You put another pillowcase the opposite way, and it has to be in the direction that is facing each other so when you make the bed, they all look good. Okay. It is taking me forever to make the bed. You know what goes on in my head? In my head, I'm thinking, I so appreciate her. She does so much. I appreciate everything that she does. And as I'm saying this to myself, and I'm going to tell her this. I even told her that. But as I'm saying this, I'm like, wait a minute. This is what I was expecting her to tell me. Like, what happened? What, what, what changed in my perspective? And I think what happened was I felt the pain of what she does. Like the things I do, it's, it's, it's the things I do. It's not, it's normal for me. It's routine. And I, I, I have the, the routine, the groove, right, to do what I do. But if I'm doing something that she usually does, that's painful. I don't know how long it's going to take to do certain things. And so my, my perspective began to change as a result of doing something I normally didn't do. Now I'm wondering if, if there's, a, there's a perspective that we have that has become the norm because this is kind of like how we always done life. We're angry, frustrated. We have a certain way of doing things, so it's my way or no way. Maybe it's the way I, I speak to people and I'm always condescending or, or I'm snippy at people or I'm, I'm right on the edge of snapping at somebody. And this is like how I normally do things. Well, what if God wants to change our perspective? What if he gives us a perspective that is of his kingdom? Like a greater perspective that we would normally never see. And only when we're operating in his perspective that we're not used to, will we begin to really appreciate everything that Jesus has done for us and what he continues to do. I want to pose four questions to us. The first one is this, how do I see things? Like, how, how do we see things? What, what are we looking at? How, from what perspective? And, 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 and from what background? Is it how I grew up? Is it how, what someone told me? How do I see things? Do I see things as negative? Do I always see something that is wrong? Do I complain a lot? Like, how do I see things? Is it from my perspective or is it from the Lord's perspective? And we can justify all we want, but, the, but, but if I were to ask myself that question, what or how do I see things, there has to be something that's helping my perspective or at least leading me in that direction. Something has trained me, maybe my upbringing, maybe I got hurt from someone Maybe I was betrayed. Maybe you were betrayed. And maybe you're thinking in a certain way or you see things in a certain way as a protective mechanism. 
The Bible tells us in Colossians 3.23, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. In other words, while we're doing what we're doing, if I have an expectation that that person should thank me or I can't wait till they say, wow, you do a lot of work, then I've, I've forgotten that I'm not doing what I'm doing for the Lord. I'm doing it for people. But if everything we do is done wholeheartedly as for the Lord rather than for people, then he's the one with the reward. And his rewards are a lot greater than anyone else's. Second question is, who is in my life? Who's in your life? Who do you have surrounding you? What, what kinds of people are you letting speak into your life? Are they godly people, wise people, wise counsel? Or is it just negative people and maybe gossip? But who's in your life? Who do you allow to speak into your life? In Proverbs 15, 22, as well as 11, 14, I'm going to read both of them. It says in Proverbs 15, uh, 15, 22, plans go wrong for lack of advice. But many advisors bring success. Now, why are we talking about this on our six-year anniversary? Well, because we can get comfortable with a certain perspective and forget the greater mission that God has for all of us. And so he's going to surround you with wonderful people, people in your own community, people in this church, and he's going to surround you with wise counsel. And he's going to help you along the way. We won't grow or mature outside of a community of people, a community of believers. So we need one another. That's why it's important to have a change of perspective come this year so that the perspective that we have is God's. That's, that's, that's where we want to be. We want to see what God sees. It also says in Proverbs eleven fourteen, for lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. And it's not in the, it's not in the context of you know how people would say, oh, yeah, I got to talk to you. What's the matter? Oh, man, you know my wife, she's kind, or she's crazy every time. She do this, do that. Oh, so let's pray. Let's pray together. And then he goes to somebody else. Yeah, hey, I like to talk to you. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, you know my wife, she's crazy, you know, she did, she did. Okay, let's pray together. You go to somebody else. Yeah, hey, I could talk to you. Yeah, what's up? Hey, my wife, she's crazy, she's crazy. After a while, the wife is like, no, honey, you crazy. Like, because we keep talking to so many people. In the context of these scriptures is, when we're getting counsel or advice, it's so we do something about it. It's not so we continue to talk to other people. It's so that we can gain insight from others. Have a group of people that love you, love God, and love your spouse if you're married, that they care about you and your family, so they want God's very best for you. But that's the question, who's in your life? And in 2022, there may be some people that you might have to love from a distance. They may not be good for you. Not saying they're bad people, not saying that you can't reach out to them or love them into the kingdom of God. It's just they may not be the people who should be giving you wise counsel or counsel. The third question is, what's my identity? I know when we ask that question, sometimes when we think of our identity, we go to our job we, we go to uh, our position or a degree that we may have have or may have gotten. So our identity is in what we do, not in who we are. But what is, what is your identity? What are you, 
what are you most known for? And, and who are you? Because if we don't know our identity, then we're going to chameleon into whatever identity looks good, feels good, and even sounds good. And even those who want us to become what they want us to be, we're going to morph into that rather than say to God, wait, who am I? What is my identity? That's why I love it when, in the book of Matthew, when Jesus was challenged with paying taxes, Jesus said, well, can, can you, it's in Matthew 20, 20 and 21, uh, Matthew 22, 20, uh, verses 20 and 21. Jesus said to them, well, whose image and inscription is this? He was looking at the, the coin. And they said, Caesar's. And he said to them, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. So it almost seems like he's talking about taxes, paying the taxes to, you know, the Romans. But really what Jesus was doing was once again letting them know their identity. Show me the coin whose inscription is on it, Caesar's. Then give that to Caesar's. And by the way, whose image is on you? Then give to God what belongs to God. In other words, you belong to God. His image is on you. We're created in the image of God. If you ever forget your identity, go back to God. Go back to him. If you ever get lost in this world and you're thinking, what, well, I, my life doesn't matter. I don't mean anything. No one cares about me. Go back to God. Because that's where our identity is. Our identity is in God, not in the things we do, nor in the positions that we have, because we can lose our positions like that. Gone but we can never lose our identity in God. It's been paid for by the blood of Jesus. Fourth question and final question, and here's the challenge. What can I change? What can I change in this year? And even before the year is even done, like what can I change this year? You know, in Matthew chapter six, verses 22 and 23, it tells us that the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? See, we don't see with our eyes, right? That's, that's just the mechanism in which light comes through. Uh, it's the lens that we have all of these, the different lights that will come in, the different shapes that are, are, are seen. And then we see with our occipital lobe, that's our brain. So the brain translates light and darkness and everything that is brought in through this lens. And now our perspective and how we see things is translated with our brain. So when Jesus talks about the, the, when the eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. It's like, what's your perspective? If you have a bad perspective, everything else will be bad. Why? Because that's how we think. So if our brain is translating everything out of darkness, how great is that darkness? So there's nothing good to say. Everything is negative. Everything is not good. There's always something wrong. You can even have something great happen in church. 
Now, God forbid there's someone like this in, in this church where great things can happen. It's like, oh man, you know, people are coming to Christ. Yeah, but sermon was long. And people said yes to Jesus. Well, it's not like, yes, yes. No, but the, uh, the whole families are coming. Oh, that's because they was just visiting. Like there's always something negative. You can never find something positive. Why? Because the perspective is filled with darkness. There's always going to be something wrong. And they can always find something negative. And no matter how much we try to celebrate, maybe even these six years, celebrating six years, maybe there's somebody that's negative about the six years. I would pray that if that's you, you would have a change of perspective. Not only has God done great things in these past six years, but he's going to do even greater in the upcoming years. And we want to be a part of that. So ask yourself those questions. How do we see things? Who's in our life? What is our identity? And then what can we change? Because if we can do these things and, and at least begin in this, you know, upcoming year, begin to make those changes, there's nothing we cannot do. I want to pray with you guys as we celebrate six years together that God would give us a greater perspective, one that comes from him. I'm going to ask you to, to pray with me, and, and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're grateful that we can come together in this kind of way and, and seek you to give us a greater perspective, a perspective that you have. And sure, we're going to battle with the, the things of this world. We're going to battle with new beginnings. Sometimes we even battle with our old habits. So Lord, with these questions, how do we see things? Who's in our life? What's our identity? And, and what can we change? We, we come to you. You're the one who brought us the greatest change of all. And that's the change from an old life to a brand new life. It's called salvation. And for many people, Lord, maybe today their, their change of perspective is no longer just seeking you and wondering about you, but maybe today their change is to accept you as Lord and Savior. And if that's you and you're saying, I want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, I'm going to say a prayer, and this prayer will, will draw you into the presence of God, and we call it the prayer of salvation. And although I'll be saying the words and you repeat after me, you include your heart. And here's our prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross and rising from the grave to give me a future and a hope. I surrender my life to you and I trust you with my entire life from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray. And if you said that prayer, first of all, congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. Tell someone, let one of the pastors know, let Pastor John know or Pastor Renee know that you received Jesus. And um, they're going to give you some things that will help you with your walk with Jesus Christ. Continue to follow him. Follow his spirit no matter how difficult this year is. And we'll see God do great things in and through every single one of us. God bless you guys. Once again, congratulations on six years. Have a wonderful day. Well, thanks again for joining us, you guys. Happy anniversary. 
We are so thankful for each one of you tuning in, engaging in worship, hearing the Word of God, praying together. Uh, don't forget that uh, next week we will conclude our time, 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I want to hear testimonies. I want to hear praise reports of the God stories and the God victories of what God has done. May the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. We love you guys. Have an amazing week.